0: This podcast is part of the GWC network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is Modern Geek Podcast number 66, recorded November 26,
1: 2012.
0: I'm Chuck. And I'm Juan. Welcome back to Modern Geek, post-Black Friday version edition.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't do Yes, I've been, I, I was watching emails and stuff roll in th- through my uh, <laughs> inbox, but I, don't, I didn't... Uh, I, I did actually act on one of them. Oh yeah. Um, actually, it was a Twitter from uh, one of the YouTubers I follow, Vintage Beef, who's doing a playthrough of uh, Forza Horizon. Yeah, and he he noted that the uh, that on the Microsoft f- online physical purchase store, <laughs> I got to okay, you lost me,
2: man.
0: I'm bored now.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, Forza Horizon
1: <laughs> was like 14.99. Oh, well, it was that's like fifty cool. bucks off or something like that. That's so sweet. So,
0: yeah, I yeah. think I bought a. There was a 32 gig. It was one of the Amazon Lightning deals. It was a. This is the only thing that I bought. It's hilarious. It was a, a 32 gig USB drive that was essentially like a nub. You know, it's like one of the Ooh. itty bitty ones. Ooh, nice. It was fourteen dollars. So I ordered yeah, one. That's,
1: that's one I forgot to look for because those are. It's always nice to have a few of those lying around, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, number one, that's enough space that it's usable anyway, and number two, like if you ever wanted to, like I don't know, do something with uh, with a Raspberry Pi, for example, or with well, in, any number of of uh, you know any number of items that have a USB port and you don't want them to get much bigger and you want some storage, I don't know, seem like a good idea.
1: Yeah, you you know, I I've got this weird thing where I've got a lot of various USB keys of varying sizes, sure, and. I need very specific functions of them like a you know like a Windows 7 boot uh yeah, right. l- Linux boot uh, uh I use a Starro for my router so I need a, a boot one for that you know very some various tools the only problem is I never label them so I'm, <laughs> I'm in a constant mode of overwriting them yeah <laughs> it's like well I don't know what was on here before but screw it I need it format it and load it up with a different iso and just go
0: from there <laughs> I know, I know how it is. So, yeah, I thought it was. It struck me. It was a. It was an impulse buy. I was like, yeah, I could probably use that, so I bought it. Other than that, no, no big purchases.
1: Yeah, we we did have uh, one one uh, an email actually about somebody that had bought. Uh, where, where is it here? Um, not not really an impulse buy, but they were um, looking at it. it. Is Nurse Tim on the forums? Oh, okay. Uh, says uh, went to to the Buy More last night for a few. Th- few things chief among them was a blu-ray player for 40 dollars. they hand out tickets for the popular door busters beforehand and i was able to get one for the blu-ray upon further review i see this particular model doesn't have wi-fi having some time before the doors open and in possession of an iphone i did some research uh i see the wi-fi adapter for this model costs about 75 dollars Hmm. So I had to find a plan B. I ended up getting one for about $70. But when you, when you uh, say do your research beforehand, that's the reason why. <laughs> At least I know they would have the other models on sale. Uh, but I would have been up Smeg Creek if I had found it or if I had bought it and found that, that bit of information after I got home. See, uh, effectively, he wasn't near his router, so he would have had to like run Cat 5 all through the house.
0: <laughs> see, it's funny. I actually, I did look... Um, it's kind of funny. I did actually leave my house on Black Friday. It was kind of funny. I need no. some groceries, so I went to Target at, like, uh, no, that's not uh, true. It no. wasn't grocery. It was something else. I can't remember why, but I went by. We uh, thought, um, oh, it was, I don't know, 7 at night or something on Friday, not Thursday. So, you know, we drove okay. through, that's and the put- that's bad, there then. was nobody there. It was empty. I mean, anything that was significant was gone, and it was, which was great for us. I mean, we, we just wanted to go to the store, you know. <laughs> But I, it did occur to me that I would like to have a Blu-ray player for my bedroom, and I don't really want to spend a lot on it because I have a really nice one in my media room where I'm going to go to watch anything anyway. But every now and then, it would be nice to be able to, if I happen to have something on Blu-ray and I just want to watch it downstairs, it would be handy. So I, I looked at some cheap ones and quickly realized that I just don't know anything about cheap Blu-ray players. So <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, you know, I'm not going to spend any money on this and left. And I don't I don't need Wi-Fi. See, I actually have uh, Actually P 5 have have right? right there, you yeah. know, yeah. so there's nothing stopping me. But I, I need to do my research. I probably well, should like, have beforehand. That's
1: one of those weird things that you run into. Like, you don't even really think about it. You think, oh, that's a phys- physical disc, whatever. But Whoops. one thing that comes up is that, you know, you know, a Blu-ray player actually does need firmware updates. Uh, one oh, for... Yeah. For, uh, because they change the encryption scheme every so often, and if you don't have the ability to update it, you screwed. don't have... And, yeah, and some discs, I mean, I'm going to guess it's probably fairly rare, have, like, live features where, it, like, the menu system integrates with the uh, internet, but, you know, it really depends on how much you're using Blu-ray discs, right? Absolutely. That's why when I got, when I got a Blu-ray player last Christmas, I just went and picked up a cheap on-sale PS3. <laughs> that 'll be the best supported blu-ray player until the end of time
0: hopefully i don't know man i i my I think my route will be by the cheapest ass thing that i won't mind throwing away <laughs> when I need to, but
1: well I that's watch the other so way rarely
0: i'm not spending any real money on it anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I haven't yet got my money's worth out of the PS3. So <laughs> <Dope>. <laughs> I mean, I've played a couple of games, but you know, it's it's not it's not used its uh, original purpose to the uh, uh, to the amount that I paid for. <laughs> um, you know, it, this is kind of hamfisted, but we also had a um, a uh, couple of voicemails from AT Great, who was looking at Black Friday from a retailer's perspective.
0: Oh well, let's check it out.
2: Hey, guys. This is uh, Alex. It's uh, AT Great from the forums. Uh, just calling to say hi and give you my uh, story from Black Friday. Now, I'm calling. It's uh, 8.40 p.m. on Thanksgiving, and Black Friday for me is going to start in about an hour and a half when I go to work at a major retailer where I work as a technical advisor to customers I work at a nationally recognized retail chain um they have a yellow sign and you know I wear a white shirt and a black tie um I I wish I had fun interesting stories to tell but it all becomes a blur after 12 hours of working with various interesting people I should say um People who come to Black Friday sales that stand in line at about 7 p.m. on a Thanksgiving Day waiting in line, you know, they're, they're not looking to be sold a lot of stuff. They're coming in for the door bustler sale, and they actually don't know what they're getting uh, in many cases. They tend not to do the research. They see the sale, and they just charge in. Um, there was one time a guy who came in, he was like, I, I want you to give me this refrigerator. Well, yes, we sell that refrigerator, but it's going to be delivered to your home. No, I want the refrigerator in the back of my truck now. No. So that's going to be the fun I'm going to be looking forward to in uh, my fourth Black Friday as a retail person. Have fun, guys. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Now, the fun part is we have a post-Black Friday call, right? <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, throw that one in I here I can't
0: wait right to now. hear the tone. Let's see. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey guys, this is Alex, AT Grade on the forum. I just want to call and say as a member of a, or employee of a major electronics retailer, this has been a very long weekend uh, and with Sunday night ending and tomorrow is Cyber Monday and we're expecting tomorrow to be very, very busy too. Uh, My favorite story from Black Friday is watching all the people come in at about 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon trying to return stuff that they bought at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, That's always fun, dealing with stacks of those kind of people. Anyway, uh, we'll have fun and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I, I think he held up pretty
0: well. Yeah, all, sounds, all things considered, he sounds remarkably similar. I think that's a—he's a tough dude.
1: Got the radio voice, right?
0: <laughs> he hides it well, right?
1: Yeah, you know, on Boxing Day um, in Canada, I, I know that of the major retail, a lot of the major retailers have in the past said no returns mm. on Boxing Day. Right, you have to wait. Until you know a day or a week out or something like that, uh, to prevent that specific thing from happening. <laughs> and I I, I got to back them up too. I, I there was one day that I worked a, a Boxing Day at it was a smaller computer store, um, and that was all it was all day. We got had like no sales. It was just people running in saying what's the what's the door crasher? And it's like, well, okay, well we're a small store. We're not going to have one. Oh, okay, bye no nobody's wanting to actually be sold anything they're just you know you know l- l- show me how i can save 50 dollars right now or i'm leaving well
0: and, don't, and don't <laughs> you know which is what leads to marking the price up 50 dollars and then back down and saying here you go and i yeah so anyway yeah,
1: never i never buy anything from about no, <laughs> from from about a month out from the Black Friday sale because it's all elevated to drop back down to normal retail. There is
0: nothing in the world like a sale to drive you to buy something that maybe you haven't really considered well. So I'm looking for... I I'm, I, didn't buy anything significant. In fact, I stocked up and I didn't expect to go anywhere at all. We only went out for uh, one little thing and ended up uh, stopping. And anyway, no big deal. It was a quiet Black Friday here. So... Yeah. That's good. I'm glad um, uh, I'm glad that AT Great survived.
1: Yes. Congratulations. Indeed. We have you know, some news. Well, yeah, some news. Uh what do you want to start off with here?
0: Let's just run down the list. This
1: all looks really cool. Minecraft where you want it. This is Minecraft Reality. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about this. Now, okay, now they they're um they just uh, had a uh, MineCon in France. I nice. Believe. Um, it's their, I believe, third annual um, uh, conference, or um, it's not a meetup. It's it's like a it's like a con uh-huh, kind of thing. Sure, they're they they're still growing, and they're having some growing pains doing so. But one, of, I think, one of the apps that they released was this uh, thing called uh, Minecraft Reality. Now, what it is is that you can take Minecraft created three D models. And insert them into the world in like a VR goggle thing with your smartphone or iPad and that kind of thing.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: So, for example, if you were to load a model onto the base of your desk of, say, like a, an aeroplane hovering off the, off the desk, right? Right. And you look at your desk through your iPad's camera, you could see that airplane rendered into your world. And then you could like move the the camera around it and look at the look at different angles on it and uh, and that kind of thing okay so I'm not sure what the use case for this is I mean I think what they're wanting to do is to have people you know go out and put models out in the world and uh you know change them and uh and update them and you know make it kind of like a virtual virtual reality in the real world hmm. um it it seems like it's very first days uh, as well um as far as i can tell the uh it's still a little uh it's still a little finicky but uh it, i thought it was an interesting concept anyway
0: <laughs> yeah definitely worth mentioning uh, i i like the fact oh i, I was looking at the app store uh, version of it interesting yeah, they don't really have any application for it set yet, just sort of a, it looks like kind of a way to play with it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it's,
1: I think, I think they're putting into this, the same approach that they put into uh, Minecraft and Minecraft on 360 and Minecraft uh, uh, portable, is that get it running and into people's hands now, and improve it as they use it. Yeah, good point. So, like, like the 360 version of Minecraft is about, say, like, a year behind the actual version of Minecraft, but they've gotten into this really rapid release cycle where they're catching up and the, the faster that they catch up, the more people that they get on board and the more excited that they get and all these features that get released. And, um, and the same goes with the pocket version and, and probably something like this as well is that they'll probably do a rapid release system for this. So hmm. it'll be interesting to see how this evolves.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I see right below this that uh they're making a version for the Raspberry Pi. So it's yeah, like well, some- it,
1: it it's not that far fetched if you think about it because I mean Minecraft is basically a Java applet. Right. It just I mean so it's it's theoretically not that bad to port it. Um I believe they're po- uh porting the Pocket Edition over to the Raspberry Pi because obviously it's going to have some uh some memory concerns, right? I mean Java, your processor isn't a concern as long as you can throw bucket loads of RAM at it. But that's where the Raspberry Pi is really lacking. So they're going to throw the Pocket Edition on this thing, and then what they want to do is encourage people to use it as a um, as a as a learning tool. So like you know, get get uh, Ras- get the that version up and running on the Raspberry Pi, and then start playing with it. Hmm. Um, start doing different things with coding and, and plugging into it and, uh, you know, using pr- the programming language to manipulate stuff in the Minecraft world. Interesting. So it seems like the Raspberry Pi is just getting more and more uses. I actually did a back order for one of the 512 meg ones. Oh, nice. Okay. So I'm waiting on that. It's, you know, it takes forever for these things to ship, but it sounds like I should be able to get one around Christmas time, so i may I may throw that on there
0: and start playing around with it nice I love their uh their bit in the article here that the the possibilities are massive. You could organize the cheapest land party of all time <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny
1: yeah that's that's interesting
0: <laughs> so let's see what's next here. okay, hang on, I gotta hear about the South Pacific island that's missing
1: okay, so um. I threw this one in here because I thought it was a little funny. There's a, like a. Um, apparently, east of Australia and northwest of New Caledonia, there's a uh, kind of a underwater mountain range that looks like it turns into an island. Okay. Uh, like Sandy Island or something like that. And uh, so, apparently, this geologist was out on the water and went and tried to look for this thing and said. Um, so it's not here. (laughs) And as it turns out, is that the, the, uh, the, um, the Google earth and all, all of the, the kind of mapping technologies, right. uh, came together to make a ripple in the map that doesn't actually exist as an island. (laughs) Oh man. So they're looking at something that's like 1400 feet deep and they're going, okay, wait a minute. Where are we? It's like, no, we're in the right place. It's just this island um, doesn't actually exist. So (laughs) I I love that. You know, it's like you think you think that them uh, uh, mapping the overpass, you know, two meters to the left on Apple Maps is bad, you know, so sometimes we lose a whole islands,
0: apparently. (laughs) Well, what's interesting is is how these errors propagate, how they talk about that the idea being that it's not just a simple error it's sort of like all of these technologies are built on top of each other and and you have an error in one that gets goes by uncaught and then it 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 gets interpolated through these others and by the time you look at it in one of these high tech mapping systems you might be looking at a mix match a mix mash of who knows how much data from different places and so, yeah,
1: it's, it's it's the crap in crap out principle is
0: well but yeah, yeah a whole lot of good and a tiny bit of crap in and you never know where that crap's gonna show
1: up well yeah it's, there's just no there's no accounting for this island it's just got, it's just not there and it's assumed that you know somebody mapped this back in the day and the mapping error just never got updated <laughs>
0: That's interesting. I wonder if they'll be able to track it all the way back to where, where the error is. It'd be occurred.
1: interesting if they could get it to like an original, either an original map mesh or an original survey that just had incorrect data. Like if they could figure that out. I'm, I'm sure there's got to be change logs for that, although it would be interesting to know if they had the access to, to actually look into that. Interesting. Huh. Either way, it's kind of funny when they're like, it "You know, is. we all had a good giggle at Google as we sailed through the island." <laughs> wow! And speaking of uh, Google giggles, uh, apparently Android 4.2, um, you can't put contact information in there if uh, if if your birth date is December. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. So uh, the the uh, the drop down apparently for the contact list. Uh, for selecting birthdays is missing uh, December. Mm. It's only got eleven options in there. Go figure. Whoops. <laughs> so uh, apparently they're going to push a fix for that. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure uh, how that got overlooked, but uh, you know, any any early adopters of the uh, of the Nexus four, seven, or ten are probably kind of going, "Hey, wait a minute." So uh, they, they said that there's a fix coming. So I just want to make people aware of that.
0: <laughs> Sounds cool. Sounds cool.
1: And actually speaking of the Nexus 4, huh, holy segue, Batman. Uh, apparently, the Nexus 4 radios is com- are, are, are compatible with uh, most of Canada's LTE networks.
0: I understood I understood that was supposed to be the case that LTE was supposed to be more cross compatible just you know technologically if not capability wise like like how going to say this like it may not let you but the radio at least can talk to and and digitally right. understand well, them I'm a much larger group
1: well, that, that's the thing, is that the, some of the cross-section of the LTE network, as far as I'm aware, um, and I work for telecom, my opinions are my own on this, but the technology under LTE is like a HSDPA plus or something like that, right? which is a protocol, and when it comes down to it, it really depends on what frequencies those protocols are running on. So, like, you've got the, the, the standard towers, which are, I think, not, uh, something like 900 and 1900 or 850 and 9, 1900 megahertz. Hmm. And then the, the, the newer kind of uh, 700 megahertz spectrum stuff is the, 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 the stuff that's really starting to come in in the next couple years. But those protocols can run on any of those frequencies, And in Canada, apparently that just happens to line up. So (laughs) it all comes down to, well, we've got the right frequencies and we've got the right protocols. So all you have to do is do this little manual tweak to your Nexus 4 and you've got an LTE signal on like Rogers, TELUS or Bell.
0: Hmm. That's pretty scary, of course. I mean, making those kinds of changes in your phone have always been a bit on the dangerous side.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's probably a little easier with, uh, with uh, an open platform like the uh, like the official, uh, you know, Android that's running on the Nexus Four. But I would still say, yeah, you know, try to get support. For fire beware on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, call for support. See how that goes. Yeah, they they, they may not help. Go figure. One of these days it's going to work out though. I mean, you get enough people that start moving across borders regularly and they're going to want a solution for all of this. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't that
1: worried about it because I mean, at the moment I don't really have LTE in my area anyway. So it wasn't, it's never been a factor for me to, to worry about the LTE networks. But the one that I always thought would still think is weird is that there's no expansion for the memory. It, it maxes out at 16 gigs and And I just can't do that anymore.
0: You know, I I actually I've thought too, because I'm in, I'm going to be in the iPad market next year. Right. Uh, and and I've thought really hard about just not spending for that much because it's really a just a it's just a I don't know. It's it's sticking it to you with the memory. The 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 difference in price for a little more memory right is absurd. You know, and and you look at it and you're like, I'm buying an incredible amount of I'm buying memory at like the most, uh, you know, highest price imaginable. Yeah, I, I just I, I feel like maybe I can maybe I don't need that much. You know, I know I could put some video on there, but I can always reload it with some more. Yeah. I mean, how long am I really going to be away from a sink where I need a bunch of video?
1: Well, I guess I guess you're in a different position than I am as well because you've got your uh, your uh, music and podcast player armband thing, right? So, you are do you necessarily put a lot of music on on your devices? Uh, no,
0: um, no, I don't. Mm,
1: yeah, see, I, I've got I've got most of my I've got like ten gigs of music on both my iPhone and my iPad. Hmm. So already that puts a big um, bump underneath what my memory requirements are like i've got i think i'm using up like uh, 13 gigs on my iphone right now
0: just a thought but i mean do you need the entire collection with you the whole time that
1: that is a pared down selection of it actually
0: even Um, then i'm just saying i mean do you need like three weeks worth of continuous play music with you at all time and is it worth two hundred dollars to be able to do that
1: well, actually, the better question...
0: For $200, t- why not just get the cheap one and buy a separate media player that's really <laughs> freaking nice for that money?
1: You know what? The better question I thought of just the other day, although I haven't tried it yet... What's that? Is what does the checkbox in iTunes that says convert higher bitrate songs down to 128 kilobit AAC do specifically? Does it duplicate everything in your library, or does it just uh, cache them and load them onto your phone it as a one-time It duplicates everything in your library. Oh, it does. Well, you had
0: it, for it to work, if I understand correctly, because I, I tried this one time a long time ago, so okay. <laughs> um, you have to have manage my library turned on, which you and I both know yeah. is never going to happen.
1: So well, actually, for the iPhone, I have that on. For the iPad, I don't. Yeah, I, um, I if it duplicates, I'm not willing to do that because I like the higher bitrate stuff. So.
0: I'm just thinking, I mean, there are better solutions for this. Yeah, I mean, it's nice, but, man, it's a lot of money for... And yeah. I certainly can see if you... Uh, number one, if you like it, that's great. If it's worth a couple hundred dollars, you know, for you to to be able to carry all your music on your phone at once instead of loading, I don't know, you know, six times what you might possibly listen to in the course of a week. And And then... And I do understand that there are exceptions. Like uh, I I know one of our listeners travels a lot and is gone where uh, is gone quite a while and would like watch his video a lot and wants a ton of video on the phone. But even then, I start to question whether or not, you know, you can only watch so many hours of video in one day and
1: (laughs) And one battery.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And then are you going to be away completely away from a laptop or something else where you could reload the damn thing?
1: Yeah, it's. I think I might have to reevaluate it. Like a, another reason that I pushed back on it was that when I originally got like my iPhone 3G, I consolidated a GPS, uh, an iPod, and a phone all into one device. Sure. And I've always <clears throat> felt a little weary about expanding out past that past that level of devices again. Sure. Um, I don't know. I think I, I think I got to look at it from a couple different perspectives. Yeah, I, like I said. I, I don't need a new iPhone now, but sometime in the next year I will. And uh, I, I don't want to be limited by you know, not choosing the Nexus 4 just because of its memory size. I guess you're right. I, at the very least, I suppose I could turn my iPhone into a, in a, an iPod Touch, really. Just pull the SIM card, right?
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, it just seems to me, though, that you can also, for that matter, eBay and older, especially for the car. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But my thought is, is that, I mean, I think it's just a matter of, you know, you tend to listen to certain things and and you can't possibly listen to 10 gigs of music. And while it is <laughs> kind of cool to have everything you own or even a large portion of everything you own with you. I think it just becomes an issue of cost, you know, like is the advantage and you and I have gotten better about this over the last couple of years, instead of just buying the thing that allows us to brute force solve the problem, you know, we, <laughs> we sit down and we think about it and say, okay, what do I really do with this? I mean, and you can, of course, because it's iTunes, I mean, on the iPhone, at least you could go back and look at what you've played over the last year And you could look at at what percentage of that library you've actually touched. And I bet you're going to find that it's like a thousandth of it. And in reality, you could probably carry not only not just I'm not saying load up like, oh, I'm just going to listen to these two albums today. But I mean, you could listen to you could carry 30 albums with you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like many times what you actually touched in terms of music with you, probably in the 16 gig model.
1: Yeah, well, I, already what I do is I uh, have uh, only sync checked items, mm-hmm, and anytime mm-hmm. I find something I don't want to be on there, yeah, I make pfft, a gone. I make a note to uncheck it. Right, and right, then, right. And I, I just do the sort by plays on my library, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's a lot more stuff I can get out of here.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, and and of course, video is a different story. I mean, video is so damn big that that if you want real 16 gig would keep you uh, considering that at least. Probably six or or of that four or five of that is just going to be apps and crap. Yeah. You know, so let's say that you have, uh, you know, six or eight left of the 16. You're not going to be able to take a whole lot of video with you. So maybe maybe there is a case. But I mean, I I think we could apply the same logic to it, you know, looking at what how much video did we really watch from it? How much do we need to carry? And, and being honest about, okay, yeah, it might be nice to have everything, but what could I carry and reload? Because I'm carrying yeah. a lot of times if I'm traveling where I'm going to be away for more than a day, I've got my laptop and my laptop has a big old fat drive on it.
1: See, that's a good point. Yeah. Like I, I, I did like when I went to uh, that business conference, I did like having uh, like a crap ton of video loaded up onto the iPad. Uh-huh. But I could have very easily gotten away with using a, uh, a lap, the, the laptop and, uh, and, and just plugging it into the TV or even just headphones, right? Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good point.
0: The last couple of times I traveled, I loaded up everything because I could. Yeah. And, and looking back on it as to what I actually used, I don't watch video on my phone unless it's on a treadmill. Um, and I'm not on a treadmill very much since I discovered the real world. So <laughs> I'll freeze my ass off before I'll get on the treadmill. I saw so, your
1: Facebook post. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, the other thing, the iPad I did use, because you can kind of sit in bed like I, I, Audrey and I like to eat, watch a show while we eat breakfast in the morning. So we sat in bed, you know, while on vacation and, and watched a show on the iPad while we ate breakfast. I could have done that with the laptop in hindsight, so I'm not sure how significant that is. We did watch it on the airplane a little bit. It is a nice way to watch whatever you damn well please on the airplane, especially if you bring a little splitter with you where you can both plug your headphones in. It's kind of nice. Nice, yeah. And, uh, you know, and you're sitting on top of each other in the airplane anyway, so you just put it on the tray between you, and it's, it's sweet. Uh, but that said, I think that I had a hell of a lot more video on it than I needed. So in hindsight, I think I would have been completely fine loading a significant amount of video temporarily on my laptop. I mean, like I I, I keep a good hundred gig free on the laptop. Well, so, and, and
1: what's good is if it was like a, a back series that you were catching up on, uh-huh. you just delete the files as you go if you were tight Absolutely. on space.
0: So. Absolutely, <laughs> but more importantly, I could I could load fifty gig if I needed to of video on my laptop, and then and then just load you know five or six of it at a time onto the onto whatever you know onto the ipad if i really needed it that day yeah and again remembering that i could always get the laptop out and watch it on the airplane as well now that i think about it especially since my laptop isn't a whole hell of a lot larger (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs)
0: that's a good point as well (laughs) and it starts fast and i what the hell you know i'm starting to think i really that's my point i'm starting to think i really don't need a large storage ipad or iphone
1: that's a really good point.
0: Especially at the price. Like if it was 30 bucks or something, or even 50, maybe. But I mean, looking See, at. What the-
1: you need to do is you need to get like a little hard drive that could plug into a Raspberry Pi that you run off a battery pack, and then have a little Wi Fi setup and have it running a Plex server, <laughs> and then just connect your devices to
0: it. More importantly, you could stream with Plex if you really cared to, if you had Wi Fi. Actually, yeah, again- you could just do that with a laptop. <laughs> But look at this. I mean, okay, so it's a hundred freaking bucks to go from sixteen to thirty-two. It's ridiculous, it's isn't it? Two hundred bucks to go from sixteen to sixty-four. I, I'm I'm not buying it. A hundred dollars. It's hard to swallow. It, it.
1: You know the thing. Yeah, that's the thing is that you know SSD memory has been getting so cheap that you really start to see how how
0: gougy this is yeah i'm thinking they're making a lot of cash off those larger off those larger memory items
1: i've i kind of eaten my words for back back when they stopped increasing memory sizes in ipods and i'm like why are they doing this you know yeah well, i remember that wasn't there there should be a 320 gig option for the ipod hard drive version <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> You know there is a limit to how much yeah. data people need on the go.
0: You know Sean makes a really good point about this as well. Sean, uh, my co-host for those who don't know, my co-host on uh, on GWC, Arctic
1: Water Cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: you know he's always made the point too that especially with USB drives, like when you want to use them in the car, like a lot of stereos have uh, the ability to run off a USB drive now. Even a lot of factory stereos. Ah, and that's you a good point re- two, <laughs> and you really don't want one much bigger than eight gig, really four, because once you get more music than that on it, you can't find anything on it, you know? It's a pain in the ass. So I at first I was like, oh, I'll put a big ass. I'll store everything in the universe. And I'll carry it. He's like, I'll put a
1: terabyte drive in there.
0: And this reminds me very much. He did this. The bastard did this with a grill, too. I had this like fancy gas grill and he had mm-hmm. this crappy little box, you know, this little little charcoal box. I've
1: seen the box. Of yeah. yeah. And,
0: and, you know, the funny thing is, he's like, I'm like, yeah, it's stupid. Blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, you know, I there's a problem with mine and I have to clean it. And I have to do all this crap all this time. He just puts charcoal in the box and lights it fire in a box it grills you know
1: is it hot yet yeah okay, wait till it's hot yeah.
0: <laughs> is there crap in it take it out and dump it you're good yeah. you know <laughs> the, only, the only way it doesn't work <laughs> um if uh the only way it really doesn't work is if you like it's there's so many holes in it that it falls down you know or you right. can, yeah. like you can't hold the fire in the box and and it's the same. It burned
1: th- through the bottom.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. In which case you get a new box for 30 bucks and you're good. You know, mm. same thing. I, he made the same damn point in terms of, of, uh, size for, for, uh, USB drives for the computer. Like, I mean, look, not for the computer, for the stereo. You're never
1: going to listen to all of that.
0: Not only are you never going to listen to it, it's really a hassle to figure it out and to do everything with it. So, uh, you're
1: never going to listen to it. You're never going to be able to find anything. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I'm uh, sorry to go on and on about this, but oh, i am been no, thinking no. about know, it,
1: it. It, it. It's funny. We had no, no th- plan for talking about that, but it's a really good point that I think that my, my, look, my search for a new smartphone for next year is completely looking in the wrong direction based on that, on that memory requirement. I think I got to look at how I'm using my stuff now and see if there's a better way.
0: Now here's the other thing, as long as we're as long as we're talking about this, and I I am gonna buy an iPad because I'm when I get around to it, because I'm I'm heavily in that area and I have a lot of things that I have a lot of apps that I use specifically.
1: Can I just point out that omnifocus for iPad is like a lifesaver for me the day that that I am in the office? Oh yeah. It's just great to have all of my work stuff up on screen that I can just slide up and down and and just see very quickly. Uh,
0: Honestly. It's so damn good. I have used it sitting on my desk when I have my... It's great that yeah. way, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's that good, yeah. So, yeah, I, like, I've, I've invested in some things like that. So I, I, I realize that there are other great tablets, but I, I'm, I'm going to stay in the Apple world for a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been thinking really hard about what to buy because on one hand, like the Retina display is very cool. And there's no doubt about it that for reading some things, I would like to have that. On the other hand, I went and played with a mini and it's a lot oh, cheaper. Right. I mean, a lot cheaper. I guess there's that other option now, isn't there? There is. Uh, it was a hell of a lot cheaper. It does fit in your hand really well. The keyboard was fine. I could use the keyboard. The resolution on the display is actually the same as my existing uh, device right, right now. because you've
1: got an iPad 1, so it's there's no loss there, and in fact, it's it's higher pixels per inch, so it is still an upgrade to so you. So it looks
0: great to me. I mean, I realize it looks like crap compared to a retina, but on the other hand, I don't have one of those, so, you know, it, it might... I don't
1: know. I think the retina is a little overrated depending on what you use it for.
0: I don't know, man. I could tell the difference on my phone. Like well, oh, on the, the 4S, phone, yes, Man. yeah.
1: But the phone, you're doing very, you're doing very close. That's you know, true. Like your face very is very close test. to it. When I go into the like the buy more at at uh, at at the Apple booth, right. I can't I can't tell the difference. I have got to look up the model number on the in the settings to know which one is which. I mean, if I get really close, like disturbingly close, tell. where they think that I'm licking it,
0: <laughs> I can tell. But I'm not sure I care that much. The biggest thing I've got to figure out, I think, is. Since I do do a lot of reading on it, I've got to look and see if I can read a comic or if I can read a full page on it. If that's the case, I think I might I might live with the smaller. I have been downsizing gear for some time. So.
1: Yeah, you know, you know what you might be able to do is to maybe throw up uh, a page of something that you would want to read on
0: exactly on a, that's on what a i'm gonna do.
1: page somewhere and then all of these things are usually wi-fi connected so just mm-hmm. point it to the url you know view oh no the, i'm just gonna go picture full screen and, and then just see how it looks
0: it's real easy i'll just go to like google scholar and pop a pdf from somewhere it'll be fine go. yeah and and open it right there in the browser and read it you know and if i can read it then i i I'll, i have to admit i like the form factor the small form factor is really nice
1: yeah it's interesting. it's
0: I think it, it even I'm more, not sure
1: I'll say I'm not sure what I would have gone with if it was available when I purchased my iPhone well, when I purchased my iPad.
0: Even now, well, even now, I find myself thinking it fits better in in the world for me between the phone and the laptop.
1: Mm, that's a Assuming good point.
0: it will do everything, you know, the idea that, uh, you know, it's it's significantly bigger than a phone. Yeah, and, and you can do some things with it that you just wouldn't do with a phone, but the the iPad itself is is getting really damn close to the size of my laptop. <laughs> well, especially
1: with the laptop you have with the, the you have the Air, right? Right. So I mean, and it's this already one, a small one, you know. It already has the benefit of the portability with a little bit more usability than an iPad, and and you don't have a Kindle or anything. So yeah, there's that kind of reading middle ground. So it's sad that, like before the ipad came out it's like who needs a a space between the smartphone and the laptop and now it's like who needs a space between the 10 inch tablet and this and the four inch well
0: or i i don't i mean i can't really see owning both but i i i think i think that the ipad is meant to fit the tablet let's just say that let's for that matter yeah. Because, because regardless, we're talking about size here, not OS or whatever, right? Right, right, right. I think that that we're talking about seven-inch tablet, ten-inch tablet, laptop, desktop. You know, yeah. desktop, laptop, everybody gets that. We've had lots of years to figure it out. Uh, phone comes along, phone does a lot of things, but the phone is in a world of its own. There are some things you just don't do on your phone. You know, yeah. Then the iPad comes along, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's just a big phone. It's stupid." And then they realize, "Oh, wait, this form factor fits." And and uh, I would like to point out i said this early on you know this form factor fits between laptop and phone and there are things that you will do on your on your tablet that you will not do on your phone and that you would rather not do on your laptop it works but i think the seven inch fits more between the two so depending on what you do though and I, i think that's it that extra real estate could be really handy if you did certain things with it I think that the the smaller tablet might work for me. I'm not sure yet. I've got to play around a little more. But I'm really thinking, and if you're listening and you have opinions about this, and again, I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's Apple or Android. We're talking about tablet size here. Uh, yeah. You know, I think what you choose in terms of OS has to do with what you do with it, what apps you've already bought into, and what's going on in terms of all that well, and stuff.
1: Especially, and especially in terms of the... Uh, in terms of what uh, the ah what am i trying to say i uh, never mind i lost track that's okay (laughs) do you have a good thanksgiving well i didn't really have one i had it a month ago
0: (laughs) yeah but i mean you guys have clients outside the outside canada right i mean i have clients outside the u.s uh no not really okay fair enough
1: no comment (laughs) fair enough
0: absolutely (laughs) No, I uh, for me, like there are holidays outside the US that affect us, you know, so like yeah. there will be clients that have holidays and I get the day off essentially, even though I don't. I mean, I'm working, but I'm making finger quoties because I'm not um, really per- nobody per- else is working, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah for, for for us for us it winds up being more of like the uh make sure the system's as stable as possible because we're going to lock everything down for december because nobody's everyone's yes. taking you know holiday oh, vacation exactly right? so yeah it, it, it's there it's, it's the it's the november change freeze basically <laughs> <So> nice <laughs> that, that's nice. our holiday but uh no I, everybody that i talked to i i did exchange some texts with uh with a few different people uh uh some of who forgot that I was not American
0: <laughs> Sure, sure.
1: You know who you are, but uh, it was uh, the the thanksgiving love did did extend across the border, and uh, it seemed like everyone had a pretty good time.
0: That's awesome. That's really awesome. Well. Gosh, you know, uh, we should probably wrap up here. Do you, is there anything else you want to include kind of last minute here? I know we had some other stuff on the list. We could. Uh,
1: uh, no, the, the, uh, there's, there's a couple more things on the list we'll, we'll push to next week. Uh, okay. The one thing I did notice as I was uh, kind of gearing up to do this episode was uh, Windows 8 users. Apparently, there is now a Google search app. Oh, cool. That wasn't there before. And basically, your only option for searching was Bing or manually entering a. Uh, oh, google website so there is an app now go to the microsoft app store and download it so that you don't have to be binging yourself night and day
0: (laughs) nice (laughs) all right well this was a lot of fun and uh, we'll be back next week from everyone here at Modern Geek and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have something to add to the show, a news tip, feedback on anything we've discussed, or just some random awesomeness, we would love to hear from you. Give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. And follow the instructions there to leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. You'll find other GWC podcasts, as well as the friendliest people in geekdom, on the GWC website and forum, galacticwatercooler.com. And don't forget, Financial support from listeners like you keep all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate.